Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. The mob is satiated. Six games in, coaches out. Let's talk basketball in New York City's. Whole crew on deck. The whole Pythorn crew is in the building. Gentlemen, everybody say hello. We 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 had a big day today. Crazy day in sports today. Go ahead. Happy Tuesday. I was in Staten Island, you motherfuckers. <laughs> that place is something else. No offense to any of the uh, Staten Island Net fans. There's a few. We got rid of him, boys. He's gone. On these very podcast airwaves, which don't exist, we said, I think all of us agreed, if the first 20 games he's 15 and 5, he goes. Right? He got the 5 last night. I mean, no, night before last. And uh, he's out of there. Who wants to be the first one to. Uh, where are we going first with this? Like, it, well, I'll, I'll just say only the Nets could fire their coach. And it's not even the biggest story that they produced of the day. Because they clearly. There was, this has been going on for longer than just, they didn't wake up today and say, let's fire Steve Nash and we're going to, uh, you know, have his replacement on deck. With no, I, a, it, it, to me, it was the most obvious thing ever. Cy never made a comment about, about email, not that he had to, you know, was really, when they interviewed him, was really graceful about, about, um, uh, how good of a coach he was, how good he was here at the Nets. You know, I, it, it's media speak. But if I'm that guy, and I'm sure you as well, you see a guy that was in your building, that was a, that had your team possibly playing better in the best brand of basketball that the, that the Nets have seen. Um, you know, I, granted, James Harden was there. Um, but still... This seemed inevitable to me. Like, we've been talking about this for a while, right? Well, I don't know that I thought... I didn't think it was inevitable. I think now that it's pretty clear that they're... With how fast this is moving, that perhaps if this would have... You know, stuff with Boston and Ime happened sooner, um, before Durant had requested trades and gone public about firings, they may have gone in this direction anyway. Uh, but it, I think it's pretty clear that after the slow start, Sean probably started having conversations with, you know, Ime off the record, you know, probably with players and was just waiting for the right time to make this move. 
So, I mean, I'm definitely happy Steve is gone. I didn't want him back in the first place. I've never liked the guy. I just don't think he has the chops to be a head coach, particularly with the stars on the roster. So, somebody I just saw on Twitter said the Nets are like a sitcom that has, has jumped the shark. <laughs> and so, you know, MA brings its own story. No, we're we're habitual shark jumpers. Like, Yeah, this is wild. So This, this is nothing for us. We'll get more into MA, but just on the, the surface, I'm, I'm glad Steve is gone. This, this should have happened a while ago. Sam, you, you, uh, you, you had you know lighter feelings than than maybe cool and um, but you also um um were tired of uh Nash's shit too. Yeah, Talk to I, me. How do you feel today? I, I mean, I tried to give Nash as much of a leash as possible, and. The Celtics series, I just thought, was a combination of, you know, getting out coached and also look like looking like players and just not not wanting to play for him anymore. But, you know, I, I have really mixed feelings about this Yudoka thing. I mean, like, whenever you have, whenever you're hiring or signing some a player or trading for a player, which we've seen a lot recently, when a player has some sort of off-the-field baggage, uh, sometimes it's nothing and sometimes it's something. I mean, they, like, a law firm came in and, 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 uh, did a whole probe into what you know what went on with Yudoka. From what I saw, it I mean it obviously doesn't look good. I don't think it's obviously it doesn't seem like the type of thing where you should never coach again um, or have a, or have a livelihood. But I, I, like I'm just ner- I mean I'm nervous about it from both a basketball and a non basketball perspective. I mean what, for what do you think? But what do you what do you think? I mean okay, let's let's we'll come back to this because I think we're going to talk about Ime more, but. In terms of Steve Nash going, right? He had yep. to go. Yes? Yep. And and that's all you feel? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no, no. I think I think he I think it was clear from the way that they were playing this year that he hadn't really learned or changed anything, even with the new assistant coaches that came, and that he and honestly the players, a lot of them looked like they were going through the motions and we were seeing a lot of the same sets and same iso ball and and just the same crap over and over again and i thought at times and people think this is crazy i thought at times kd looked like someone who was just semi checked out on the floor especially on offense like i think kd did his like d d minus or c minus impression of james harden at times in terms of just not caring as much and and he just had he had some lazy plays and some things that i just haven't seen and i do wonder if the KD who turns the ball over a lot, if that's just a lack of focus due to him semi-quitting on this coach. And so, I mean, we'll see. I, I would be interested to see a before and after uh, firing Nash, how his turnovers go. That's crazy. Like, uh, he didn't have too many turnovers last night. Um, and I think I think everybody knew what was going on last night. Uh, I, I also think, I also think um, Nash knew. He, you know, they, uh, Friedel told the story of seeing Nash, uh, leaving the building last night, um, holding his daughter, which was, which, which just seemed really sad. Probably the reason why he had that horrible take after, but, um, nonetheless, uh, Kool-Aid, I feel like your morning started off like, like this, as soon as you heard the news. I feel like you've been waiting for a long time 
to hear those words. All you, all the good feelings that you felt when you heard Nash was going. <laughs> the joy you heard, the birds in the air. A dream come true. La, 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 la. Kool-Aid. Ding dong, Nash is dead. Talk to me, my brother. Oh, man. Let me, let me, let me start with, what's up, fellas? Um, so, you know, as the group chat started, Bam, I think Bam alluded to, you know, he was hearing something. Mm -hmm. And I had to be quiet. Because this was news that I heard. And you know, he's, we, we spoke upon on many different things and variations yeah, of the kept stuff me, I heard. And I've been spot on. I've been kept spot me company on coming back from hell. Um, this was the inevitable that it don't take Stevie Wonder to see this or Ray Charles. It would have happened if Durant did it the proper way. And I've been one of the biggest people to say, he just wasn't a good coach. The man, decent man. But from year one to year three, it was the same shit. There was his, his IQ as a player and the feel for the game never transferred over as a coach. Nope. And sometimes it just, sometimes it takes. It's just not it. Or, or it just takes playing every single role in a, in a, on a coaching staff. You know, that's I think that's why Spolstra is so good. I think that's why Nurse is so good. Those are guys who basically had every single role. They they were on the video team. They were on the scouting team. They were, you know, the defense coordinator. That, that, that's true to some, some, some degree, but for Nash, he was never meant to take on this role. He walked into a win now with no experience. Right. He didn't really have a role. And what I mean is... So he wasn't an X and O guy. He wasn't able to to deal with personalities. He wasn't a motivator. So then, therefore, he was a face. And I said this to y'all in the group chat from what I had heard. A lot of the people who wanted he had wanted to be an assistant coach didn't want to take the job because they would be head coaches paid as assistants. Mm. So... Which is why maybe I, why D'Antoni left. Yeah, like, think about it. D'Antoni left to be so-called a consultant. He could have stayed a consultant with Brooklyn, but it was an issue. He ran the offense and did what he had to do. They ran his stuff when Harden and them was there. Right, it he seems like he didn't want to... a head coaching job. It's a yeah, lot no, I... to ask somebody. If, if you're a head coach and you're doing the head coach work, but I'm going to tell you you're an assistant and it's to somebody that's less competent than you. It's a slap in your face. I, for me, this I'm happy. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll tell you after. Upgrade. The coaching staff couldn't upgrade. We're lucky we got Eagle. Now with this, I'm excited. That means Jacques Vaughn is gone. And for people who don't realize that, M.A. did defense. We don't need Jacques Vaughn. Correct. Right? He's not going to, you're not going to treat M.A. like you treated Nash and say, well, we're already going to hire your lead assistant. That's not mm -hmm. going to happen. It may not happen this year, 
because it's so fresh. You don't know who he's able to bring in. But, but cool. Let me I, I let me pose a question to you. Let me pose a question to you. What if? And this is a a major what if because I think they wanted Ime and they wanted and they got him. The actions say that. But what if the thinking was, um, you know, let's let's let him. The what if the thinking was let's let him prove that he's. You know what I mean? Like the the start of the season is exactly what I was predicting. That if if they lost more than five games, he was gone. Well, they and, didn't have to prove that. They knew. Like I get what you're alluding to and what you're saying, but that sample size is so small that no, you but, have to say. But it's a it's a carry on. I mean, it's a part like last year is a hard year to judge. Because eight percent in the season, we're eight percent of of the season, eight percent right now. Granted, but I'm I'm just talking about in terms of my thinking always was he this. He been lost the locker room. He been everything oh, that happened. I see. That's the thing. I'm not gonna. That would be conjecture on my point if I made that a part of my my um, um you know analysis. I'm just going from this perspective, and it's a simple one, and I want you to react to it. But hold on, it's, it's not conjecture because Durant asked for him to be fired. And while he also asked for Marks to be fired, Marks doesn't have to go in the locker room and talk in front of the team. Steve Nash does. Once that happened, Nash's days were numbered. It was always going to be a bad losing streak, a bad stretch of play, where the, the whispers were going to grow louder. I, I don't think you're saying anything different from, from what I'm saying. You're saying I, it's conjecture that he lost the locker room. I'm saying it's right. Locker. No, it, it it that that again. I don't you. I don't use it as a part of my analysis because I don't know or I don't have that information. I'm going. My whole analysis is this. Last year was fuzzy. Last year you had a basically a, a, a dude walk into a locker room and throw a Molotov cocktail. You don't have to guess that that shit was a problem because in Golden State. They got Wiggins to to actually take the the vax and fucking won everything. That last year you can't tell was it James Harden quitting or was it the coaching? You 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 didn't have a clear, but you felt something was wrong. And what I've always said was they he doesn't have twenty games. Like he would have to have a sick record. Because if it ever goes bad, based on everything that has happened, now it's on you. What is my famous saying? Last year was the players. Going forward, it's on you, Sean Marks. It's on you, Steve Nash. And if well, any of it goes wrong, it has to be like I'm. I, I really well, like Sai. Let me ask, I'll ask you guys a question. If, mm-hmm. if this stuff with Emmy didn't happen, and he wasn't available. Is Nash fired today, or did this open up the open up the quick firing for him? Like, would would they be doing this and just have pivoted to somebody like D'Antoni or somebody like uh, Snyder, or is it just that they were like, look, our guys respect Ime, he's available. This is a great coach that we're basically going to get because of some shit that happened with the other franchise. Mm-hmm. So we might as well pounce yeah. on it. Frankly, were they thinking we need to pounce on this before Philly does or somebody else like that that fires their coach midseason? Right. I mean, they, I mean, 
Go ahead, Sam. No, I, th- I mean, I think Kool-Aid said it, said it right off the top. I mean, like, and, and we all were in agreement about this over the summer, no matter where you landed. I mm-hmm. mean, the way that KD orchestrated the whole summer with his, like, trade demand after free agent, like, right before free agency had started, but, bef- like, and, and after the after the draft and after, like, a ton of stuff, after the dust had settled and whatnot, and there were... A- after right, his boys all got fired. At, yeah, right. Like, like, all that stuff, like... I just think that had he come out right after the season and said, I'm committed to this team, but but me and Kyrie and other guys on the team are not hearing Nash and Harden also didn't hear him. There's clearly something wrong. I think then things would have gone gone differently. And I think Nash probably would have been out, which I think, look, look, it's pretty unprecedented. The only other coach I can remember who was fired this early was there was that Mike Brown. Wasn't it Mike Brown with the Lakers got fired after like, four or five games, or was it D'Antoni with the Lakers? One of those guys got fired incredibly quickly into a year. And so, I mean, this is pretty, this is relatively unprecedented, but it's clear that if you're, if you're thinking about firing someone, you were obviously thinking about it beforehand. It's like, you don't just like break up out of the blue or maybe some people do, but no, I listen, I think, I think it had, uh, I think Matt is onto something. It had a lot to do with, I mean, I mean, wasn't going to stay on the market. Most people, this is the thing that makes the whole IMA thing so bizarre to me. If you look at, there was an interview with Jason Tatum where they're talking to Jason Tatum and they're telling him, you know, how does he feel? What's going on? He looked so confused. He was, he looked like, what are you guys talking about? My, my coach is not coming back because he did what? I, I, um, you know, this is a minefield topic, but at the same time, I think I think it's clear to a lot of people who's evaluating him that it was adultery. I, I think adultery happens amongst adults is, is, is you know, is, is my thought. Um, cool. Respond to what um, to Matt's question. You know, I didn't hear the question because. So repeat the part. What was the question? No, he basically Matt was saying, "Do you think be, um, Ime's eligibility is or uh, being available and oh. probably not being available for much longer? Did that make them move so fast?" So Ime was going to be available a little bit longer. It probably would have went to the beginning. It probably would have went all the way to next year. Mm. Um, I said this to y'all during the Boston. Uh, Incident, I'm going to say, you know, as he was over there slaughtering all the ladies, um, that he only had two. Cool, we can't say that. I don't mean slaughtering. Let me, let me make sure <laughs> I like that. I apologize. Um, you're going to have people sitting outside my house. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I, I, I see some goons over there. Nah, no seriousness. He was having the issue, you know, he was slinging that thing over there and they didn't like it. And uh, I told you, he only had two landing spots, the Spurs or Brooklyn. And the reason why was those is home base. They would shelter him. Um, Philly wasn't going to do that because he wasn't one of theirs. He's, you know, Marks is really, truly a Spurs, Spurs guy, no matter where he's been before. Right. You know, he's a Spurs guy. So they they dropped the ball, not hiring Ime in the first place. And I think they realized that. And mm-hmm. then you started to realize 
when he left all the things that he bought because this team looked totally different. So you had a person that was doing the game planning. He was doing the defense. He was essentially the head coach. So now Mm. it's like, okay, we get to get this coach. We don't have to give up any picks or form of compensation to Boston for it. This is a no, this is a no brainer. Yeah. They're going to take some backlash because people want to be idiots and, and realize like, yo, he's not married. So any relations that he was doing, he's moving as a single man, right? Because he's not married. Fiance is a fancy word for girlfriend. <laughs> That's it. So he was living his life. The other people were having an affair. Now, if he would right, she was married. Organi- if he would have did it outside the organization, would have been no problems. The fact right. that she had she had the upper hand on him of hiring and firing. Right. The real. The, 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 the real she was a queen. she she was an owner's wife, right? Yeah. yeah. So a, a minority owner, but an owner. Yeah. Huh? yeah. So you have more power over him. That's why it hasn't really been. Allegedly, by it. the way, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. allegedly. And so it's all, <laughs> it's all been, it, it's not even an issue anymore. So you'll get the people that's upset for the first month. Mm-hmm. But then when the winning starts, you're not going to care who shorty he talking to or how many shorties he got. So the winning, let's, let's start talking about what IMA's impact could be. I may impact means uh, for, for me immediately you have somebody that's going to check the players mm. that Kevin Durant respects. Right. Like, yo, I swept y'all last year. So I know your weaknesses. Let's do this. This is how you hide them. This is what real coaching does. This is your weakness. Let's hide them. Let's do yeah. this, 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 that scheme. That's, right? that's my mindset. Um, Bam. It, 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 you agree with that? Yeah. So one of my biggest complaints about Nash really was that he just had zero command, zero personnel. You'll never see Steve Nash on ESPN or TNT announcing games. The dude is just a personality-wise was a dud. And mm. just like Clay said, this is a guy that a has played in the league with these players. Uh, I remember even just like the video of Durant at the Olympics, you know, fucking around with him, you know, where he was talking about locking Patty's ass up the day the Nets signed Mills. Like, mm. he's going to be able to give it back to them. Um, and, and the Nets have been missing that. And they need that because their players are not leaders. So clearly this guy did a good job with Boston last year. Um, I would assume that he's going to come in here and demand accountability effort. And you'll see things like that. It's going to be somewhat of a jolt in the arm to the franchise or to the team in the locker room. It also definitely puts Sean Marks on notice here. Like, this is really like his last move that he has had in his quiver here to make because, man, yeah. this thing is getting messy. Yeah, and it's and it's on him. You know, all, all, all of it, all of it is on him. And he knows that. I don't know this. I don't think this was a. Uh, I don't think this was a Sean Marks hire. I want to say something. Go ahead. Uh, um, the MA, the MA, mm-hmm. MA was a Sean Marks hire, and like Bam said, it's to save his job. 
What I wanna what I what I wanna address because I, um it's in my text message, so I'm I'm gonna say it now. Okay. And I think I said it to y'all, but I'm gonna say it for everybody. I'm waiting for the second part of this to drop. Well, the well, the third part now is the trade that they had in place already. Now, I don't know if they're going to do it yet unless the new coach well, Cl- signs Clay, can off I interrupt on you real quick? Yes. Do, you, do you know the specifics and you just can't say it, or do you not know the specifics? I know the, I know the specifics of it. And I said it to I, y'all I, I, a couple of weeks ago. Remember, I said, y'all, if it happens, we'll all be happy. It addresses everything that we need that we've been talking about in the group chat. Okay. But I'm assuming you, you can't share the details. No, no, I can't share the details because okay. it's up in the air. You know, it's been there basically since the season begun. I just, I'm just wondering now that you did move one and two, do you do the move? Because that means MA would have to sign off on it. And I think that was an issue that people don't want to talk about. That that's very important to this Nets team. Sean Marks and Nash, as much as people say that was Sean Marks' guy, and it was, they weren't on the same page uh, philosophically with basketball. Mm-hmm. Think about it. The GM brings in these free agents. Steve Nash never plays them. Like, look, at, look at what it caused last year. You cut J.J. at the end of the year for Kessel to play four minutes when you could have gave him that same contract and extended him out this year. Regardless how high he looks right now, that doesn't look good when you were a vet and somebody saying, come to my team, and you cut a vet on the last day. It doesn't matter how bad he looks. It's a vet. They talk. That's why we don't get those um, needle-pushing free agent signings. Mm. Why we always got to wait on the buyout market. It's the reason why they don't use their um, taxpayer. It ain't because he's being cheap. He has nobody to give it to that, that will take it. That I mean, he, he did get Marquise. He did get okay. Patty. Okay. He, Patty. I mean, obviously Patty's not <laughs> a prize, but Patty's been he's been the most. He's not good on defense, but he's been the most solid on offense. No, Patty was a good. Patty was a good signing last year. Hmm. Patty did good the first half of last year because he played his role. You know, injuries and stuff burnt him out. Marquise Morris, he has the neck injury. He doesn't have it the way you would have said the year he won it with the um, Lakers. He's not that player. We don't mm. know if he'll get back there or not, so I'm not really going to go crazy. You also got to look at, we bought in a lot of damaged goods, too. Well, Between the Benz, the Seth, the Sumners, the Harris, the Warners, half our, half our core is hurt. Can I, play, can I play devil's advocate on just on the sure. on the on the Udoka stuff? So, so I guess where I'm c- kind of concerned is so it's two things, and and I'm gonna ignore the the off the court stuff because it doesn't do us any good, and no one really knows like that that much or anything. But so all right, so I agree a hundred percent that that the Nets needed a coach that can instill some type of respect, and I think Udoka will do that. At the same time. They also have a player who is who causes you know turmoil with every move and every tweet he sends. Who I don't really re- think respects any authority in the NBA that may, maybe besides Phil Handy. So like how how that works, I have like zero idea. And I think everybody else will be in line because I think that 
everyone else is fine with it, and we know that KD likes Udoka, which at the end of the day is good. I also have no idea, and look, this, this might be a totally moot issue. I have zero idea how Ben Simmons, who didn't like the mediocre-ish tough love that, that Doc Rivers gave, is going to respond to a guy like Udoka, who's a complete no-nonsense, like, do-your-fucking-job Belichick-type type guy. And then the second part that I'm curious about is, and this is something that has not been talked about enough, is Yudoka is an unbelievable motivator, and he's a really good defensive mind. But that team also had last year, just like the Nets team did that went to the, that played against the Bucks. That team had an unbelievable coaching staff. Like Will Hardy, you're already seeing what he's doing with a, with a whatever Jazz team that everyone thought was going to tank. That guy is clearly an offensive mind, and. I also think that we're seeing already with the Celtics, I think Joe Missoula is also a good head coach. And so part of me wonders, and this is what I texted to you guys earlier today, part of me wonders, you know, the Nets roster does not have the personnel that the Celtics roster did. The Celtics roster is riddled with two-way guys. It's Tatum, it's Brown, it's Smart, it's Robert Williams, it's Grant Williams. You know, I mean, like they have a gazillion guys that can do that. This Nets, Nets roster is not, which is why part of me wonders if they should have just doubled down on or quadruple down, whatever you want to call it, on an offensive-minded coach and just kind of be like what they were two, uh, two years ago in that Buck series when everyone was like, well, will, will they ever be able to get stops? And it's like, well, it doesn't really matter because in the playoffs, they'll focus a little bit more and they're so offensively strong that I'd rather just have an offense that that's intact. Because right now, to me, as much as the defense is a mess, the defense is a mess for a variety of different reasons, and a lot of that is personnel. To me, the offense is a complete and utter disaster. Like, I mean, and that's supposed to be the strength. No one, Yudoka cannot make this team into a top five or ten defense because they just don't have the people to do it. Like, that's just not happening. So the, the issue to me is that right now you watch these games, and it's Katie and Kyrie doing ISO, and they still lack. This also gets into Clay's, you know, point about um, – about uh, about getting a backup point guard and getting other stuff, but like the offense right now is a is a complete clusterfuck. So that I guess that's where that's where I'm nervous, and that's not even talking obviously about the off court stuff. But I'm curious to hear your look. I'm I'm happy for any positivity. I, that's just where my trepidation. Okay, is. Sam. Sam, I got something. The offense is not as bad when you look at the total points being scored. They're scoring more than enough to win games. Now, yes, you're going to have KD and Kyrie going ISO and, and moving on their own, but you're going to get that from every star player. The thing is, when you respect the coach and you run in the system, you will have less ISO one-on-one ball. And, you know, let's say they're doing it 20 times. You might get it down to 10, 12 times. That's a win. Because you're going to need them to do ISO because at some point, when teams are, are scouting for you, as we say, the playoffs, when you're playing the same team seven times, you're just going to have to will a win some games and make baskets. doesn't matter how it, how it goes. So in saying that, I believe that the buy-in will be automatically because they know, the dude just went to the finals and you just swept us, and I also respect you. As far as Ben Simmons, he might have a good relationship with him because he was the assistant coach there with him. So when the head coach is working your nerves, you mostly lean on the assistants. That's who you vibe with. So let's hope that it may and Ben are okay. And that Interesting. he knows how to he knows how to how to how to get Ben back to being Ben. 
Hold on a second. Interesting little quote I, I coming out. Guys, I don't know if you guys saw this. Alex Durham uh, tweeted. He said, Woj, Nash felt that he was just not the coach for this team anymore. We've now, uh, like, is is that what Nash, so, so Nash just wasn't fired. I, I guess it was mutual. That's the, they're always going to say. So you think Kenny Atkinson decided he was leaving for no reason? Because they parted True. ways mutually. True. I agree with he that. Know, Nash knew he lost, so he, his voice wasn't heard. And mm-hmm. it was said when they asked him, what, two nights ago when they lost to the Pacers? Do you feel like they hear the message? Once they did the player-only meeting, That's it, it was a wrap. That's yeah. It was... It was Nothing come, nothing good comes out of players only meetings. Never. They had to have you know what? Nash, Nash had one tactic, which was overwhelming positivity. Like every time out, he's high fiving everybody. It gets old. You get tuned out if you scream all the time. You get tuned out if you're positive all the time. You have to read the room, read the moment, read the players, read the body language. And he he just failed at that. Uh, as for said your points, it's about Ma. I don't really give a shit if Ben can't handle it. If he can't handle it, <laughs> fuck him. I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't really... No, I agree with you. Like, for him. This isn't about Ben Simmons' feelings. So, if he can't handle it, too bad. Tough shit. Um, I do think my concern would be, is this thing a guy that's going to lead us if we have to head into a rebuild? Or are we just going to be changing course again? So, if things aren't going well, Katie still wants out, and we... we Blow this team up at the the deadline or even but, the offseason. But don't. But don't you guys think? Don't you guys think they part of the reason why they got Ime was because of KD was for KD. KD's son. Yeah, we sure, have him. I think that's why. He... Sure, but KD doesn't care about the four years left on Doku's contract in February or in April if they have an early exit. And he wants out. He's like, that's your fucking problem. <laughs> you know, so. Is Ime the guy long term, or would have Quinn Snyder? Yes, Bill. Or would have Quinn yes. Snyder been the choice with less baggage surrounding him? Because this look, we don't really know the full story on what happened in Boston. Like to, to the Celtics' credit, they did a pretty good job of keeping it yep. in house for the most part. Right. That could it, change now with this guy coaching another team. More of this story can start to leak out. So. No, and but people out. know. There's, there's, there's a risk. To, there's a risk to this hire for sure. Yeah, people I don't people know what happened. Risk. We talking. We're talking about somebody's personal matter, like all like for for whatever. It was two adults. Let's just say it's adults who had a consensual consensual sex. Right. That has nothing to do with basketball. So you well, you want to paint him in this bad image as if he was. Raping somebody, he didn't do that. No, I'm, like, not, that I'm not paying him anything. Not, the Celtics no. did. Look, but yeah, Kool-Aid, I do. Hold, the hold, Celtics hold, did. Hold on, let me let me let me finish my thoughts, Sam. Yeah, what yeah, I was gonna go say. Ahead. Yo, go ahead. So, so when we looking at him, the picture has been painted from that side, right? The only thing he ever said was, "I accept whatever they whatever they want to do, and I won't speak upon it anymore." Right? He left it. He took the loss and left it as that. So. He's never told his side of the story. So we got to stop. And I, when I say we, I'm just saying the masses, that we're looking at it as a negative. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't an NBA deal. Did you notice that the NBA couldn't intervene in that? It was, it was an in-house thing. Right. 
because it was their policy. He's going to be fine. That's why I said after a month, okay, he's in New York, the number one media market. They're going to kill him a couple of weeks. He's going to be on back page. And then after that, winning cures all. Yeah, I guess my so, – uh, No, I guess so, – so my thing is, look, you can look the, – the, I think the rational way to look at this is that he clearly did something that wasn't okay. But he also the, – the more positive spin about it is if it was something absolutely egregious – he would have been fired and he would have been fired because there's no way that had this quote unquote, like absolutely egregious behavior been leaked out. You would never, the Celtics would never not want to be associated with not firing that guy instantly. They would have rather had, they would rather go through litigation, but at least be seen like they're doing this the right way than holding on to him just so they don't have to pay him. Because right now, what I just saw, there's a sports legal person who just, uh, Michael McCann, who just tweeted that the Celtics handled this from a financial perspective really well because because they suspended him and then he left, the Celtics don't have to pay any of his contract. So they, so... As predicted on Pawthorn, that's exactly why they did that. We Yeah, right, we no, right, what you, said, what you said months ago. But, and, and, but so I guess the thing is, is... You know, I don't think anybody knows, and I think there's probably more to the story to, to some extent, and there's and, and there's less in other and there's less in other ways. Like you know, I mean, but the one thing I will say, and Kool Aid, I know you're close with obviously a lot of former uh, and probably current players, but, but there's there's something to the fact. I mean, like you have someone like Matt Barnes who initially was like this is BS, and then says actually I just found out the real story. This shit's actually really bad now. Matt Barnes is not like the authority on Ime Udoka's sex life, so like I don't really. No, it's it, but it's not like the like word is bond, but it does it does say something. Sam, it's true what he said. What he said is true. He just it 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 it's gonna hit people differently. Someone, if you tell one person he he um had consensual sex with a with an owner's wife, some teams can handle that. Other teams can't. Maybe, maybe um. It wasn't the owner's wife, though. No, it was a minority owner's wife. It was multiple people, including one person that worked below him. I just read the article right before we got on. There was a person that was working underneath him. The relationship started with what they deemed to be vulgar language that did lead to consensual sex. So let's let's like painting this guy as a rapist or anything like that. But But think about. let Let me finish. You're not in general the male female dynamics in an office where the male is the superior. It's frowned upon to do what he did. Look, the Celtics are, are the Celtics a smart organization. They wiped their hands in this. One of the Nets ever really made a swap with the Celtics that's worked in their favor. So you have to consider <laughs> that Boston does. Boston is a good, sound organization. Like they no, this Kyrie was this was an emotional. This was an emotional. This there was feelings and people, and like again, what you're saying is right, Matt, but it's not accurate. the The woman in question does work beneath, um, uh, uh, Ime, but she's married to a minority owner. That's why you don't know who it is, and that's what Matt Barnes is saying. It's like, of course, you have sex with a minority owner's wife, you're. You're out of there. You're not going to work for that team. 
but he didn't have sex with anybody yet. <laughs> Somebody's wife over here. And and maybe on the Nets as an organization don't mind fraternization. It's a dangerous policy to have, but some corporations, you know, want you to meet your wife at the corporation, want you to meet your wife at the job. Be loyal to them. So all companies are different. Most frown upon it, but again, the details. What? What you say? Cool. Did we lose Kool Aid? Yeah, you're breaking up, Clay. I don't know if you if you got through, but look, this this is just another thing, though, for the Nets now that they're gonna have to navigate. I just think they. I just think people are over exaggerating it. I, I I don't I don't think a player in that locker room cares. No, one hundred percent they don't care. But if the team is, in fact, some of the players will probably pat him on the back. No, but if most of the players are like, "What the? What do you mean? You, I, you don't think it's it's a normal thing to have sex in with the staff in on, on in basketball? You don't think that's something that's just happening? All these young, fit, um." hormonal um, people all working together day in, day out. They People have sex at, at the target. Look, these, these, players also, these, all, these players all all respect a guy like Rick Pitino who has far more skeletons, including sexual skeletons in his closet than Ime yeah. Doka does. So. But Sam, look how vastly different that is. Acquiring prostitute for underage teens while probably something that happens in recruiting basketball players all the time. It I've seen two movies about basketball that basically said it, it you know going on these trips is like going on an orgy. Um um however, it I just I just can't believe like the way the media is clutching pearls like oh my god. I I am how could the Nets add Aime Udoka? They already have anti-Semitism. The, the Nets don't have anti-Semitism. Matt, the Nets don't have anti-Semitism. It's one moron on the team. Right, that's the heat. So that one moron is on the team. And now you add this. Cy has his own, you know, checkered pass. It, it, what? What is Cy's checkered up. pass? Some, I mean, some people think that the firing happened in part to cover up a little bit the co- to cool down the, the, the Kyrie thing. I, like, I, I don't think one has anything to do with the other, but that is – I mean, look, it, it inevitably has taken the heat off Kyrie. Kind of. I, I don't think – I don't think um, uh, uh, the Jewish people of Brooklyn, which is probably the worst basketball city to um, have <laughs> – to be anti-Semitic, like, I, I – I think very clearly there are things going wrong with this team and it's a zoo. But we are in a major market. We're in a different time and we have superstars who some of them have more followers than the team. That's just the fact. There might be more Kyrie stands than there are Nets fans. That that's this, just this the re- a desperate move. This was a desperate move by a desperate organization. Yep. Hang, hanging on to the, the final clings of championship hopes. If the, if the Nets had already traded Durant and Irving, there's no way they, they hire M.A. Right? They, they would say, we don't need this shit. 
But I think they were like, look, we're already we're kind of stuck in the mud here. We know Nash isn't the guy. We don't want to blow this thing up yet because it's, we're not ready to go down that path to back to being a shit team. Mark just probably worried about his job himself. This guy's familiar with the team. He was in the finals last year. So it makes total basketball sense. Well, but. and Van, to your point, he I mean, look. This is desperate. If you're, if you're Sean Marks, not only are you in a contract here, but also, you know, like like what what are his other moves? I mean, for all of us who talked about blowing it up and like I mean, I think that's still the inevitability of this team, and I agree with Bam about that. I mean, it's not Kyrie's value, even though he's playing well, has probably cratered again. Ben Simmons has zero value. Harris hasn't looked Harris hasn't looked great so far. Seth Curry hasn't played. I mean, we saw that KD wasn't able to get a ton, and I don't think KD's done anything. It's not like KD's the MVP of the league right now. I mean, like, they basically, they're, they're basically, we, we need a new coach. It's clear that Vaughn wouldn't be good. Let's try to salvage this thing. And at worst case scenario, if Yudoka gets the best out of these guys, even if we're still going to blow it up, at least all these guys will have better value because there'll be wins associated with it. I, th- again, they, I, I just oh, don't. Let me just say, I'm ecstatic that this guy's coaching the Nets and not Steve Nash. <laughs> that, so I'm not. I, I but, don't care who he fucked or any of that stuff, as long as it was consensual. Not a problem of mine. But listen, I mean, look. I think a good organization. They're getting trashed on TV right now as we speak. Oh yeah, I think a good organization. I I, I saw Zach Zach Lowe and and uh, I saw Friedel and and it's all just nonsensical and. And almost, I, I, I would, I would almost beg to differ. Like, uh, it, to me, it, it, this is very disrespectful. Like the hiring of this coach that has proven that he's a good coach, that has the respect of the players on the team, that was on that coaching staff. They know him. They didn't hire him because they, they lost to him. They know him. They know what he, what he's about. He worked for the team. And maybe they're having FOMO, but it's okay if you if if you can't put you. There's no way they could fuck around. If if this thing started off bad, I I I have the receipts. I have the tweets to show for it. If if it started off bad, they had to make a move very quickly because there's not much time left with KD. You may never get another player this good. So the other day I said that the Giants trading um, Kadarius Tony was a forward-thinking move, right? This was another just reactionary move by the Nets, right? Like this, this should have been done before the season started, before training camp. Like, I'm always going to disagree with that. I'm always going to disagree with that. Purpose of having Steve Nash run a training camp run a preseason, and he is gone now seven games into the season off of a win. That is reactionary. That's not a... No, I I disagree. I completely disagree. It's not an organization that is running smoothly. It's not. But that's why you make the change. Why pussyfoot around it? You can't... A good team would have made the change already. Nah. They, at one, no, there probably wasn't there probably wasn't someone on the market that they wanted at the time that it would have been is. appropriate He's to make that change. He hasn't been on the market. He had this stuff just started happened in August. 
They were fully in training what? camp when this stuff happened. And they didn't get it. And you oh, probably didn't you have a chance to, like, research and oh. find out what was going on over there. Training but still. starts in late September. Again, they, they were in the building in August. KD agreed to come back before then. They're not running practices. So what? He went to. It's not just practice. They went to the draft. They did a bunch of shit together. Of course they did. You don't. You listen. Oh my god. You you cannot fire a coach that was in first place before they reintroduced Kyrie back to the team. You can't. Last year was on the players. This year's on them. I like. How could I? How could I have called it so exactly correct? That it's not because I I have a crystal ball. No, it's Bro, what logical business people fantasy. do. What have you predicted? Correctly predicted. I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I said, and it, it's and maybe it's not a prediction, but I said that if they came out slow, that if they came out slow and that slumped or went two and five, I'm, I might have even said two and five. I'll find the tweet. That they will, they have to fire Nash immediately. Last year was on logic. the. Hold on, hold on, logic. hold on, but hold it's on. Logic. It's per. It's what they did. It's what they did. It was stupid. No, yeah, it wasn't. So, so they should have kept Nash ago. then. They're not just. Like, Come on, they should have fired him before it got to this point. No, yeah. you don't. You can't fire him because it wasn't fair what happened to him last year. You Man. can't. You cannot. No, fucking. What? What do you you think? You think this stuff is the only things that Kyrie does? You think this is the only awful? Because that's who he had to coach. Of a slow start, you do it beforehand because what's the point? You obviously don't believe in him. So what? Name another team in the NBA had his opportunity to prove it. I, I another thing that I said. Another thing I said, if he gets given a training camp, a preseason, and a regular season without any crazy shit happening, and they still lose, then you have to fire him. And that's what they did. Aligning yourself with the Nets' decision-making process of the late isn't necessary. It's, it's not it's not aligning we'll because it's not like they fucking did it and then I said that's what you do. I no, told you, you this is what you do in business. You need evidence that you need before you make a decision, you can't make it on emotions. You got you have to be shown evidence that the person no, isn't the one to the, do the, the job. Is, but the point is is that I, I so I agree that I agree that you predict that you predicted this correctly. I guess my point is and I don't know if something's getting lost in translation, is that is that the fact that that was their actual thought process to Bam and I just doesn't really make any sense. It's like it's like had Eric Spolstra or any other coach who has job st- stability started two and five, they're not getting fired. That, it, but it, he's it, not Eric Spolstra. He's no, I, not Eric Spolstra. He did get swept. He did get swept in the playoffs. If you're on the if you're on the hot seat to the point that if you go that after seven games, we're not even. We're not even an eighth through the season. We're not even a tenth through the season. If after seven games you've already decided that something's wrong, then you shouldn't have been there to begin with. Listen, I I can't disagree with you guys more. It's not reactionary. Not if you planned it this way. Not if you said. Not if you said. If we go. If we come out slow. 
right? Because nothing was wrong. The team was kumbaya. Everybody showed up. Everything was fine. And they still can't defend on the perimeter. You have to, once he, once you show it's him, he has to go. He showed it. We saw it. It was confirmed. They made a move quickly. I think moving quickly is, should be commended. Not wasting time hoping something is going to be good. Like that. Yeah, they wasted the training camp. Yeah, that, that was the waste. With the firing. They wasted the training camp. Now they have to have this guy come in and do it on the fly. They obviously had no faith in this fucking guy. Listen. I, I, I look concerned to send KD <laughs> over because, because, because they also didn't want to cater to a guy and who, who demanded that the coach and the GM be fired because then the organization looks completely, you know, feckless. But, but, but yeah, I mean, like it's, look, there's a lot, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen for, and, and a lot of slices of pie for blame. But, but, it, but I, I think at the end, if you're taking this issue in a vacuum, which Eve, I do agree, I think with all Nets decisions, looking at things in a vacuum is kind of irrelevant because there's so many different tentacles um, intertwined. But if you look at it in a vacuum, I don't really understand why you bring in a coach if, if after a twelfth of the season you're you're willing to fire him. It, do, it it doesn't really make any sense to me. But at the same time, I'm still I'm happy that he's gone. I mean, look, it's it's way better to do this now than to do this after twenty games because like fucking do it. I mean, like like I don't really give a shit. I also think this team has been through so much crap that I think they're they. I mean, the, the, no pun intended. I think they're basically immune to like to some of this shit at a certain point. I mean, some of these guys, I mean, think about what Joe Harris has been through. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, the real question is what are they going to do about the the rest of the roster? And because that doesn't cover up some of the flaws they have, they still have players that as Bam is, you know, rightly said, they still have players who are one dimensional or have flaws that are so glaring. You basically have to build around each of them when they're on the floor. So that, I mean, that's where, that, that's where I think the, the situation goes to next. But I'm sure Udoka will get the coaching bump that all these guys get when they're hired. Like, whenever there's a coaching change, the team ends up going on, like, a four-game winning streak or winning eight out of ten because sometimes you just need a new voice. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's likely to happen. Um, you know, it's just I, 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 I have more faith in them for doing this. I think I think they got a great opportunity with this coach and I think he gets a chance to to you know rehabilitate his his um uh reputation and the Nets get to rehabilitate because if they win a championship none of this matters uh, I don't know if well, we are a championship team but it, if that's what they're thinking is it's I don't think that's wrong thinking we didn't need another boy scout at head coach anyway <laughs> I don't think Boy Scouts Boy Scouts work. I think I think you have to have somebody who's um who's a son you of a bitch. Have, have a little bit of a cocksucker in you. Yeah. Bill yeah. Parcells, Belichick. Hundred percent. Yeah. You you could see it in Dable. <laughs> Dable, Dable, you could just see in his face that he's you know up to up to something. <laughs> And he's know, great. I think, I think the biggest thing we talked about last night was, I think you you, you got to get Ben out of the starting five until further notice, and particularly now he's out again tonight. Who knows when he'll be back? If this yeah. 
if this formula starts winning and look it's flawed right they're going to be small they're going to probably not rebound well but if they're playing faster more energy scoring joe starts getting going you got to ride with it until ben starts to play yeah or if and when he plays like ben simmons because yeah. he doesn't deserve uh, to start like claxton is le- legitimately better than him right now exactly and, and they, he should team. be able to do the things that claxton does in our offense claxton got 19 the other night just you know, being opportunistic, you know, running, dunk, you know, catching lobs. Ben physically can't do that right now. So him going to the bench, taking some pressure off of him is, is how I hope he takes it um, would, would be good. Sam, you want to say something about uh, where Ben is and should he come off the bench? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's where he's got to be at this point. You can't – I mean, the whole – the whole roster, the whole roster construction at this point leads to a scenario where Ben is usually on the floor with someone that he shouldn't be on the floor with, especially when he starts. And I think that's basically the only, I think that's basically the move they have to make. Like, and I think Ben should be willing and or able to like basically play some small ball five for small chunks of minutes. And it's clear that Dayron shouldn't really be a part of the rotation anymore. Um, and and yeah, and they should and and, and we'll see what we'll see what Ime uh, we'll see what Ime does, and I'm and I'm curious to see how all the players respond. I, I I have to think that this is a big KD move, and I'm sure that you know Kyrie. I'm sure that Kyrie plays a part in this as well. I don't know what his relationship is with Ime, but I mean we'll we'll see. I mean, look, I I, I think at the end of the day with all this stuff. I think that based off of what we've been saying, there was really they had to get they had to get a new coach and they had to get a some type of win now coach and a coach that I, I'm sure Yudoka probably was happy to take a deal to not be a part of the, whatever the Celtics were doing anymore and him being in in jail there um, and 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 ride with it and look I mean every day with this team is different I mean it's only it's November first. We thought everything was decent three or four weeks ago when training camp was going and Ben looked okay in one random game. And, you know, a month from now, they may have a completely different roster. They could have, you told me they have a different coach. I wouldn't be shocked because some expose comes out on Yudoka. I mean, who, who the hell knows? <laughs> now, we get, now we get Snyder. <laughs> I'm back. Go through I'm all back. Cool. What do you yeah. think happens to, to Ben? We, we were talking about putting oh. Ben on the bench. I said that, that Ben needs to come off the bench in order for him. He doesn't have his legs, so I've been saying this for a while. He doesn't have his athleticism and explosiveness, which takes time to come, come back from a back injury. I think if you put Ben with a running team, like I like I like him with Yuta, Yuta uh, Shupner, um, maybe Morris. And, you know, you take them off the court with Fox, that way they're going up and down. That changes the pace of the game for the net. Hmm. And, and, and it allows it allows him to attack downhill, and it opens up for them shooters. And it takes pressure off of him. I think it would be good for him. I, I, I really do. I, I He's not physically there he's not jumping out the building i i don't i i i'm almost a little tiny bit worried about his knee 
You guys think that's it's real? It's not the knee. No. It's the back, right? Yeah, but they don't. I just think they I'm more. Friends. I'm more worried about Seth. Oh. That Seth came back, and I was missing back to back again. Kind of like Joe Harris, huh? Right. That's not good. Oh. <laughs> but what I'm excited for because I haven't watched like the last three or four games. Um, I'm gonna watch tonight because I want to see. <laughs> this is hilarious. We have a game tonight. <laughs> they could, they couldn't wait till tomorrow. Now that's a bad organization. I, I, I oh. want to see the joy. I want to see the joy on the player's face. I want to see them really. really they free. Emanci- they emancipated. You know, I mean, players, don't give me. Yeah. No, I was gonna say it's funny you say that because I actually now I want to go to one of Udoka's first games just from a pure like body language perspective. I just want to see how they look. <laughs> oh, it don't matter. You watch it. They're gonna show that on 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 the um on, on every TV screen. Yes, ESPN, TNT. They're gonna show that everywhere. His body language. You don't gotta worry about that. <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about never a dull day with the Nets. I, I gotta hop on this work call, fellas. I'll check you guys later. Go Nets. Later, Bam. Alright, fellas, let's wrap this up. When okay, when this guy starts. Oh, go ahead. So what 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 I was gonna finish saying was just that you're gonna see the difference from somebody who's clapping, right? Mm-hmm. And and handshaking like he's the water boy. As versus the coach who's actually calling sets, who's actually doing something more than just standing up, looking around. That in itself, upgrading the coach that we just had said Emmy was probably a top five coach in the league last year. That didn't change because of whatever transpired in Boston. He's still a top five coach. So you mm. went from a top, you went from the, one of the worst coaches in NBA history to a top five. Yeah, you're winning. Uh, that alone, those close games that we was losing, that we were up, or it was a tight game, you win those now. Because you got a coach who knows who knows what they're doing. Well, we know that we've seen them work, so I'm I'm excited. You excited, Sam? Um, I would say I'm very, <laughs> very, very cautiously optimistic. Non plus. I'm nervous about this whole thing. It, it, I think is great. I think Udoka's a great coach. I like. I really. I on the basketball floor. I really respect him. I've never seen a domination like what he did to Nash last year. But I'm nervous about this. Yeah. Well, he. he yeah. Oh. He. Excuse me, guys. Um. All right. There you have it. I'm a Udoka. Brooklyn Nets coach. We are part thorn. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.